1: Go to shopify.com/try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/try.
2: Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started.
3: Hello and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio, I'm your host, Anthony Bruchel. I'm a WordPress core contributor and a WordPress innovation developer at WP Engine. Uh, Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio, or you can download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. So today, we'll be talking with Scott Deluzio about a broad range of topics ranging from community involvement to, health, to mental health and freelancing, and, uh, and Scott's actually a soldier. Uh, and as a soldier, Scott brings a unique uh, perspective to the development world, and we'll talk a bit about how that experience equipped him in a career of freelancing and product development. And we'll also touch on things like word camps and uh, and kind of how you can get involved in the community. And uh, and and I'd like to take a big portion of our uh, of our talk to uh, uh, focus on like how mental health plays an important role in our work lives. And uh, yeah, so with that, Scott, are you with me?
4: Yes, I am. Yeah. How are I'm, you? <laughs> I'm doing doing good. Good. And thanks for having me.
3: Yeah. Um. So you're you're just coming in from uh from Denver, right? And that,
4: correct. Yes.
3: How was the word camp?
4: Uh, WordCamp there was great. Uh, I love I love that WordCamp. It was very um, very well organized, and um, uh, you know one of the things that was was kind of unique to that WordCamp that I haven't really experienced at any others was uh, um, it was kind of a silly thing that they did there. But uh, Sticker Giant was one of their, their sponsors, and they had this this uh, the world's largest sticker ball. I and saw that. <laughs> they actually had like a Guinness World Record like the certificate or plaque or whatever it was uh, with it and everything and they, they allowed us to, you know, add stickers to it. So it's like I guess every sticker that was added to it was breaking the record, which is kind of neat. That's amazing. Um, yeah.
3: Oh, so. cool. Well, so let's before we let's get started with uh, on on the Press this podcast, we always like to ask about WordPress origin story. So let's go ahead and start with that. What is your story?
4: Yeah, so um, when I was uh, back in college in the early 2000s, my dad was starting a business. And uh, at the time, I asked him if there was anything I could do to, to help him out because he was, he was uh, just going solo. He was on his own and, and everything. And so he said he needed a website. And I, I said, well, I, I don't know how to do that. I've, I've never built a website. I don't know HTML or anything like that. So um, So what he told me was just go buy a book and figure it out. Uh, so I did, and I ended up using Microsoft front FrontPage um, and it made a all static HTML uh, page website for him. Uh, by today's standards, the website probably looks very um, outdated, but um, it's not in use anymore. It, it's uh, you know been updated significantly since then. Uh, but after building his site, I decided to start a blog. You know, I just had you know like anyone else had thoughts and you know on things happening in the world and whatever and. Um, but my knowledge was limited to basically front page with how to make a a website and anything. So basically, every blog post that I wrote was a static HTML page, and it was it was tedious to uh, kind of say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I realized at one point that there had to be a better way. So I started, you know, just doing a you know a search around to to see what I could come up with, uh, and I, eventually I came around to uh, discover WordPress, um, which was you know, needless to say, was so much easier. Um, after I kind of copied in all my, uh, blog posts into, into WordPress, it was just, it was a breeze to just, you know, start writing new posts, not having to style each page and everything like that. So it was, it was way better that way. And I, I kind of was hooked since then. Um, you know, when I was in college, I, I had an, uh, a degree in accounting, uh, that's what I was going to, to school for. And I, um, uh, just kept up with the website, uh, stuff over time I, I taught myself php and uh you know all the html and css and stuff i just kept up with over the years and um you know just it was one of those things i, I enjoyed it was more of a hobby at the time um and then eventually i, I started to not enjoy the finance uh, type work that i was doing quite as much and i uh decided to make a transition to do the things that i i did enjoy, uh, you know, in terms of you know website development and, and things like that. So. so, so, tell me a little bit about your business. Uh, so, so, what, what do you do? Yeah, uh, I develop plugins now. Um, I'm currently selling five uh, commercial plugins that uh, include uh, WP CRM system, uh, conditional checkout fields, full screen background images, uh, WP 1099, and uh, the latest one that I have is uh, Privacy WP. Um, so I have those five and right now I think I have like 16 uh, uh, free plugins on the wordpress.org uh, repository so um, so yeah I've been I've been uh, you know developing plugins for for several years now um, when I when I started developing plugins they were kind of mostly uh, you know, scratching my own itch type of things, and so um, yeah, you know, that that's kind of where I got started. Uh, you know, building the plugins, just trying to extend WordPress to to do something that I wanted it to do. But eventually, I started building things that that were more, um, uh, you know, not so self-centered, if you will. You know, it was more towards uh, you know a, a broader audience than uh, than than what what I initially started uh, developing for.
3: That's awesome. And so, how did you how do you kind of build or, or come up with ideas? Because you were saying kind of you were building things for yourself, right, solving your own problems. And how did you start branching off to solving other people's problems?
4: Yeah. So I so I started. Um I started taking the the plugins that I built for myself and realized that I I was building them in a very uh rigid manner in terms of like it like I needed it to do this one particular thing and so that's what I built it to do it wasn't very flexible in terms of um you know extending it for other uh possibilities and so um I what I did is I I I modified them just a bit so that they were a little bit more flexible. And then I just, I put them out there. Uh, you know, I built a site for them and, uh, you know, just let them start selling. And I, I wasn't doing any heavy marketing on them or, or anything because, um, at the time I was also doing client work, building websites and stuff like that. Um, and so I didn't do any, um, I wasn't really interested in, you know, growing the sales of the products so much because I had enough of my own, uh, my other client work, uh, going on at the time. And so I, uh, as I put those products out there, uh, I started getting a bunch of like feature requests and, and things like that from people who, who stumbled upon it through Google searches or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and so that kind of kind of taught me a little bit of uh you know getting that feedback was was kind of important to build a product that people actually would want to use you know instead of just you know pigeonholing myself into you know what does scott want to use and just building that um and you know so now i have a broader range of applications that the products could be used for and it you know that certainly helps you know in terms of sales and things like
3: that uh so how do you maintain the your your plugins that you have because you have a lot of free plugins right and uh i'd imagine there's a lot of support coming in for that and and uh and you're you're one person and i kind of want to get into the mental health side of this and i I feel like that plays into it a bit so how do you manage that
4: yeah so um i i manage that um it's it's a it, it is hard to do and i i think um i i have uh when I first started, I, I was doing things just totally backwards. It, it wasn't really the best way to to manage any of this stuff. Um, I was I was just using you know uh, regular text editor. I didn't have any kind of you know developer tools or anything like that. I, I at the time I didn't even use uh, Git for any of the repositories or anything like that. So it was all basically just managed on my locally on my computer. And and so I've I've been uh, I've smarter over the over the over time and uh, you know started you know managing each of that stuff kind of uh, you know separately using github and uh, you know managing the, the issues that, that come up you know feature requests and things like that kind of putting it in through there um, and and that's helped me kind of organize my my workflow and, and my uh, you know the stuff that I'm paying attention to um, and so I'm not just chasing after stuff that that comes up, today, uh, you know, a customer has a, a feature request or something, and, I, and then I, I all of a sudden jump on that, and I, I drop everything else that I'm doing, and I, I chase that uh, one particular thing. I, I, I can have a more structured and organized list of things that um, that i like to work on, and then, you know, kind of pick those off and prioritize them appropriately. Um, so that's helped me out a lot, um, you know, kind of uh, organ- the organization uh, of the, the work that I'm doing has, has really helped uh, with all that.
3: And and have you found that you've been able to connect with your your audience or your your users at WordCamps?
4: Uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, funny funny you actually mentioned that. I, I met uh, some people that that use some of my plugins uh, just this past weekend at WordCamp Denver. Uh, you know, just in. Casual conversation. They said, "Oh yeah, you know, I didn't realize that you were the developer behind that, but I, I use that plugin and and whatnot." So, and every once in a while, I'll, I'll I'll run into people like that, and and it's it's cool to like put a face to a name. You know, you see yeah. the, the the transaction come through, and it's just a, a name. It's just somebody that you've never met before, and uh, it, it's cool to finally put a face to the name. And it's, oh yeah, this is a real person behind this. This is not uh, you know just a transaction that's come through and stuff. Yeah, totally, if, and and. If, yeah. Go
3: ahead. Oh, I was curious the the, the the your free plugins and 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 those people kind of coming to you. Does that ever lead to freelance business?
4: Um, on occasion, it has. Uh, it, you know, where they you know the plugin will get to you know eighty or ninety percent of what they want it to do, and and then uh, uh, they they're just looking for that one one extra little thing that they, they want uh, the plugin to do. And on occasion, I'll, I'll do stuff like that. But it's not a huge part of, of my business. Um, I try not to do too much on the, the custom side. Um, the, the thought being is if there's something that uh, that people are asking for, then, um, you know, maybe there's there's a, a market for that, that type yeah. of thing. And, and, you know, if I can include it as a feature in the plugin, you know, that already exists, then... Uh, you know, then that that's great. Um, or if it could be a you know add on or an, uh, you know an upsell, perhaps to to the plugin. Um, you know, that that's another way uh, about you know doing that type so of So, like stuff the,
3: too. the premium route with fre- freemium premium route.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, for example, the uh, WP CRM system. Um, I, I've. Kind of heavily gone the, the the freemium route where the the core plugin is is completely free. It's on WordPress.org, and then there's add-ons for it. So if you want to you know connect it to third-party services or things like that, you can you can do that. But a lot of that stuff came through um, th- those types of requests, like you were talking about.
3: Interesting, yeah. And uh, so so you were at WordCamp Denver, right? And uh, what 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 was bring what brought you there?
4: Uh, well, I applied to speak. Um, I like uh, getting in front of uh, you know, an audience and and speaking and and things like that. So I applied to speak and, and, and was accepted. And, um, uh, so that, that's, that was one of the big draws, but I I like to, um, so I'm in the the Phoenix area and I've been slowly trying to work my way out of the little bubble of our, our little, uh, WordPress community and not, not work myself out of it, but, you know, to expand out into other areas. And so, um, you know, Denver was kind of like that next stepping stone and uh, um, you know so I, I wanted to get out there and, and the kind of reason for me to, to go to a lot of these events and travel to, to some of these places is um, I get to meet people that I otherwise probably wouldn't get a chance to meet you know if they're if they're not going to come uh, you know down to the Phoenix area then then it, it would be hard for me to, to get in front of these people and, and to meet them and stuff and, and I like to kind of just grow the uh, you know my own uh, you know network of, of people that I that I know and, and things like that just by kind of getting out of my my own little bubble um, you know I work from home so it's 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 hard to um hard to get in front of people all the time, uh, you know, when I don't have an office to go to or I don't have, uh, you know, other coworkers that I, I'm constantly around. So it's nice to get around and meet new people. Um, and that that also helps, you know, when you uh, have someone come to you with a specific request for, for something that maybe isn't in my uh, toolkit. It's not something that I'm really great at, but I've met you know, maybe last weekend I met someone uh, at the WordCamp who um, is an expert at whatever this this uh, particular thing might be. I'm. It's it's a nice way to refer business out to other people as well. Um, you know, when you get to know these people.
3: Yeah, definitely. And how did you get started speaking? Like, what what was your first talk on, and and what brought you to actually have the courage to do that?
4: Yeah, so my first um WordPress related uh speaking event was was actually it wasn't even a WordCamp. Uh it was at uh Pressnomics last year. Um I had I had just started going to WordCamps the, the year before, uh like in twenty sixteen, I think. Um so, so relatively kinda new to the WordCamp uh scene. Um and when I i saw a call for lightning talks at at pressnomics i figured you know why not i'll I'll just apply and you know submit an idea and if it gets accepted great and worst case scenario it doesn't and you know it's not a big deal but but it was kind of a local event you know in our area it's uh it was about a half hour drive from from my house to to get to the event so i figured you know why not give it a shot and, and just apply um but you know, af- after speaking there, uh, it did, my talk did get accepted. And uh, after speaking there, um, I-, I was approached by a ton of people who I probably wouldn't have spoken to otherwise. Not not that I, you know, uh, not that I wouldn't have uh, enjoyed a conversation with these people, but they they were the ones who approached me. Like they came up to me after after I was done uh, talking to you know just strike up conversation and, and things like that uh, and it kind of made me realize that that getting up on, on a stage in front of a group of people of uh, you know however many people that, that might be in the room um, it it kind of gives the audience a, a little uh, insight into who I am and, and, and things like that and it makes it so much easier for them to to approach me and and start you know start a conversation with me about you know, whatever maybe it's a topic that that I was talking about or uh, you know some other you know kind of related topic or whatever but um, it's it's really nice uh, it's a nice way I, I feel like to to get out and, and actually meet new people
3: yeah yeah and and what what uh, what advice do you have well actually you know what let's let's take a commercial break really quick sure. and I, I, I do want to get uh, your one tip your one piece of advice for up-and-coming speakers so we'll be right back time
2: to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment
5: ready to do a podcast for your business make that podcast elevate to enterprise level Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco.fm. ASCO at WMR.FM.
2: Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy to use site management tools and powerful do it your way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: All right, and welcome back to the Press This Community podcast. I'm joined with Scott Deluzio, uh, and and uh, just before the break, we were talking a bit about word camps and how you got started in uh, speaking at word camps. Uh, so I, I had a question before the break. Uh, uh, your one piece of advice for up and coming speakers. What 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 would you say?
4: Yeah. So uh, I think. Um what I would tell, you know, basically to anybody is, uh, you know, whether you're up or coming or not, is that everyone has something valuable uh, to say. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, like a beginner or an advanced developer. Um, if you feel like you have something that you're you're passionate about or that you uh, know even just a little bit about, uh, you don't really have to be an, a, a superstar expert or whatever on on any of this stuff. Just submit your your talk ideas and, and try it out. I, I think I think. Once you get over that initial, uh, you know, uh, anticipation or the fear or whatever of, of public speaking, uh, you'll find that you you actually kind of enjoy it, and it's actually a sort of fun thing to do. Um, one of the better talks that I heard recently, uh, a few months ago, was at a, a local meetup uh, from someone who had only been using WordPress for maybe a, a month or two at the time, so so pretty new to to WordPress. Um, but she she told her story of the frustrations that she had with wordpress and and how she got over them and how she reached out to the the community for for help with whatever it is that that she was uh, struggling with um but to me you know someone who has been using wordpress for for several years it was nice to hear from a beginner's perspective, uh, because I oftentimes take for granted what I already know in WordPress, uh, and it's easy to forget that there are people who need things explained to them, like uh, like what a widget is, or or the difference between pages and posts and stuff like that. So, so even if you feel like you're you're brand new and you're just a beginner, and oh, I don't have anything uh, useful to say, uh, that, that's not true. That that beginner who is only using it for you know, using WordPress for a month or two had something that was extremely valuable to especially to the people who were more advanced uh, in, in that room. And, and it was a, it was actually a good thing to, to, to listen to.
3: Yeah, I actually find that, that, that people who have just learned a topic are often better at speaking on that topic than somebody who's been doing it for years just because it's sure. more fresh in their mind and they're more excited about the, the idea of overcoming that obstacle, whatever it was. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's very good advice. So um, shifting gears a bit, I want to talk a little bit about the product side of freelancing uh, and, and sort of uh, actually just freelancing as a whole, uh, because there's a lot of different things that, that you have to solve. Like You mentioned also being your own boss, working from home. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things that play into freelancing that could be obstacles for, for folks. So, uh, uh, what was uh, the, let's say, the, the mistakes that you made in the process of shipping your first product or, or taking on your first freelance client?
4: Yeah. So, I mean, in, in terms of uh, shipping my first product, um, most of the products that I sold were, um, when I, when I first started selling products were, were built, like I said before, to kind of scratch my own itch. Um, and so I was, like I said, uh, I was building the products while still doing the, the client work, um, which, which I'm not doing anymore. So, but at the time I wasn't really concerned with how well, or even if the product sold, um, it, it was just one of those things where I, I had this, um, this product this and and let's see if i can you know make a, a few bucks on it and, and things like that and if and if so great and and you know maybe i'm on to something and if not then uh you know at least i solved my own problem at that, that point um uh, so i didn't really care uh you know about what the customer thought at the time it was kind of like i i was the customer and i was really the the one who i cared about at the time mm-hmm. um and i i didn't build them uh really uh to satisfy that that a customer's need um and but like i said before when i first started selling the products i was getting getting a bunch of feature requests you know can i do this or that uh you know for the different products and and sometimes i would just scramble to figure out a way to put a feature in uh you know assuming it would make sense to do so um but i was i i realized you know after uh, after getting more involved in the product space that that's sort of a backwards way to do it um i think having a specific problem in mind uh that a problem problem or sorry a specific uh problem in mind that a product can solve (laughs) is uh way better uh than than just kind of putting a product out there and seeing if maybe it can solve the problem uh that you're not even sure if people really even have um so now I try to go to, to WordCamps and meetups and, and other events with an open mind, listening to the struggles that people have, uh, you know, trying to see if I can solve their issues with, with a product or, or whatever. So, um, or even if I can you know, modify a product that I already have to, to fit their needs or
3: whatever. So, so, so I guess like that's the big thing for you, is that you've shifted to being more customer focused than, than yourself, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. that's awesome and so, so what is your biggest struggle in freelancing just in general even today is it, is there is
4: there anything that stands out yeah um, I, I think realizing that I just can't do it all is is one of the, the biggest things that I've I've had to kind of overcome over the last uh, you know few years when I first started I, I literally was doing everything um, you know from uh, you know build, you know writing the the sales copy and uh, you know then developing the, the products and you know all, the whole nine yards. I was doing everything, um, but now I'm I'm slowly starting to loosen the grips on that a bit and, and outsourcing work that I'm uh, you know maybe just not that great at. Um, but I, I think if I, I if I didn't struggle with that a bit, I wouldn't have realized that I needed the help, and and I might even be worse off than I am right now. Uh, you know, so not that I'm you know bad off right now, but I, it would be I would be in a worse situation I think uh, if I hadn't struggled with that because I'd still be doing all of the things and, and, uh, and not allowing myself to just focus on the things that I am good at and outsourcing those, those other things that I uh, need the help on. So,
3: yeah. So, uh, so wait, I want to talk a bit about, uh, about your, I mean, you, you have a past as a soldier and, and that's a huge part of, of who you are today and how you run your business and how you approach, uh, products and freelance. So we're going to talk a bit about that after the break. So, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Sure
2: time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment
5: there are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the u.s webmasterradio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business to business podcast network through iheartradio itunes email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, Cool. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital.
2: Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm.
3: All right, and welcome back to the Wordpress press this uh community podcast i'm I'm here with scott deluzio and we're talking a bit about freelancing and building products and running a business on your own uh so you tell us a bit about about your your past as a soldier that 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 brings such a, a interesting perspective to to the work world
4: yeah, um, it was actually uh, kind of the topic of my my talk at WordCamp Denver this past week uh, weekend. And um, uh, yeah, so I was in the Connecticut Army National Guard as an infantry soldier for about six years um, uh, a while back, um, and um, we did did a tour of duty to Afghanistan. And um, you know, in in that time, I I've uh, you know, there's a lot of lessons kind of kind of life lessons that you learn as you go through, you know, some of the the hard things that that you do and, um, you know, in the, in the military. And so I feel like that has kind of shaped, uh, you know, who I am now and and how I approach, uh, different problems and, and how I deal with stress, uh, and how I, um, uh, you know, overcome obstacles and, you know, other, uh, you know, barriers and things like that. So um, I, I definitely feel like that has been, has had a positive impact on my uh, my career now uh, and, and you know, my life in general, you know, going forward. Uh, it's just really been able to help.
3: So you are your own boss and, and that plays a lot into the mental health side of things. Like you have to kind of... Uh, be that feedback loop and, and, uh, and I'm sure it can get fatiguing. And, uh, and how do you step away and how do you, how do you still step away while they're not being a boss to run your business?
4: Yeah. So I, I, you know, sort of force myself to take time off. I don't, um, I, I get into the office, you know, usually around the same time every morning. Uh, and I, I make it a point to leave the office at, at the same time at night, uh, you know, no matter kind of what point I'm at with you know whatever project I'm working on or whatever I'll, I'll, I'll cut out and I'll I'll go eat dinner with my family I'll go spend time with my kids and and my wife and, and stuff and and you'll know, get to just release some of the the, the tension that I might have had throughout the day and and realize that whatever problem it I was working on at, at that point when I, I stepped away it's still going to be there in the morning and it's not it's not going to necessarily get any better by, by working and, you know, burning the midnight oil and and working all night at it either. Um, you know, so it's not to say that I'm I'm quitting on the problem necessarily, but I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm better off by, by approaching it with a a fresh set of eyes. Um, and a lot of times, um, I'll be working on something, you know, all afternoon and, and I'm just struggling on it and I, I just can't figure out, you know, how to you know? There's some function that's just not working the way it's supposed to, and I can't figure it out. And then I finally I step away from it, and I come back the next morning, and I figure it out in the ne- the first like 10 or 15 minutes because I'm 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 fresh, and I'm coming back into it with mm-hmm. um, with a, a clear mind in, in that point. So um, I, I think one of the the best pieces of de- of, of advice that I could give to people, is, you know, in terms of you know um, you know mental health and things like that, is to um, sort of step away uh, and, and Get some rest, uh, you know, clear your mind, do some exercise or whatever to, to you know, f- focus on something else, uh, you know, for, for a little bit. And then when you come back, your mind is just that much more fresh and you're you're that much more productive. So mm-hmm. I feel like e- even though I don't work, uh, you know, crazy hours and I don't work all the way through the night, uh, I still am able to get more accomplished because I'm, I'm much more efficient when I am working. Uh, so it, it's not that that crazy, you know, work schedule where, where I'm working to 2 or 3 in the morning and then, you know, hopping back in at, you know, 8 in the morning, you know, or, or whatever, um, you know, and then working the whole rest of the day. I, I, I think, you know, just f- sticking to that fixed schedule uh, and, and um, you know, really helps out.
3: Yeah, and I feel like there's two different kinds of burnout too. There's that burning the midnight oil and and knowing when to stop, and then there's that long-term burnout that that you kind of don't notice as easily, because oh, yeah. you kind of yeah. So I, I I actually I listened to your talk uh, from LoopConf in 2018, and I. I you, you, so I, I was listening to your talk from from Loop Comp, and you kind of talked a little bit about like how that or actually it was. It seemed a lot of of the focus you were saying is that that being able to identify your burnout and uh, and and knowing when that, that that threshold has been broken or when you're nearing that threshold. How do, how do you do that?
4: Um, yeah, that's that's something that I you know obviously I didn't always have a great grasp on, um, and uh, you know I, I got to a point where where I, I hit that tipping point, and I I I just I, I got too overwhelmed with, you know, everything that was going on at the time and, and, and whatever. So, um, and, and I think that, that helped me, I think I was in a, uh, you know, uh, a good enough space in my, my life that I was able to kind of work through those, those issues and, and, um, uh, you know, kind of have that self-realization of, of what was going on and everything. And, and it really helped me, um, you know, in, in the future to realize that, um, you know, some of the stuff that, that we do is, is just not that important. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't need you to go, you know, uh, you know, a hundred miles an hour all the time at, at all this stuff, you know, you know, for hours on end and for days on end for weeks and months on end. Um, you know, like we don't need to, to do that to ourselves. Like we, we need to take care of our, ourselves first. Um, because if we don't take care of ourselves, we're, pretty much useless to the rest of our team or to our customers or whatever. So, um, it, you know, it, it kind of helped me realize all of that. Um, you know, and, and, um, you know, it was, it was one of those things that I, I think if I, if I hadn't had that, that experience, then maybe I would be in a different mindset right now, uh, and not realize what I was even doing to myself by, by working crazy hours or whatever. And I, I, I would have probably been in a worse off situation now. So, um, you know, in, in a way, it, it kind of helped me, uh, you know, kind of move past that.
3: Yeah, and I think the thing that resonated with, with, with the, the uh, in, in what you said earlier, uh, that might help in, in identifying that long-term uh, uh, burnout is, is just having a routine or a schedule or some kind of, of uh, a break point to just do some exercise or do something to get your, your mind off of the, the current problems at hand. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's extremely valuable uh, uh, advice. Well, well, thank you, Scott, for, for talking with us today. Uh, I, I wh- where's the best place that we can keep, uh, keep in, uh, keep up with your products? And- yeah. So.
4: Um- ScottDeluzio.com is a great place to to see. Uh, uh, I have information on all the products that I, I sell there. Um, and uh, if you want to you know, get in touch with me, I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter uh, at Scott Deluzio, um, and and uh, you know I'm I'm always happy to reach out and connect with people and and uh, you know help out if I can or you know just to chat and say say hi. You know. Yeah,
3: and I noticed your your WordCamp talks were also up there, right?
4: Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have. Um, I have a page on, on my website, um, you know, about me or whatever, and I have I have links to you know any of the talks that that uh, are available. Some of, some of them were recorded, some of them weren't. So I don't have uh, obviously all of them, but um, you know anything that's been recorded, I try to link to. So uh, if you want to check those out, you can check them out on my website.
3: All right, well, thanks again. And uh, thank you for listening to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Again, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, or download the uh, latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Again, I'm your host, Anthony Bruchel. Thank you for listening.
5: The opinions expressed on this program